Hi, you guys, and welcome to TrailerCast. I am Elise Snipes, your host, and I am very excited to be here today because we have not just one TrailerCast guest, but we've got six. Today is like the Bachelor recap of the season. <laughs> we've got um, six women who came to Weekends Malibu, and we are talking about our experiences, what happened, what it was like as we were preparing to be there, what Weekends is actually like straight from the horse's mouth. Um, but I mean, really the purpose of these conversations is I have no idea how I could possibly explain or contain or describe what the story is like. So I want you to hear the stories from the women themselves. I want you to be able to place yourself in any one of our experiences and see what Weekends could be like for you. So to ladies that are joining us on the podcast today, thank you for showing up here. It is so good to be with you. And for the people listening, uh, you're in for a treat. Cheers. Today, for those of you who are listening, there are women who have been at the last weekend's Malibu that we just did. And as we've been talking about weekends and what it was like, I thought, what better way to share that process than to let other people tell you their story and experience. And so they were willing to join me here today. And so what you're going to be hearing about is, uh, what's it really like? <laughs> okay. First, names and where you're tuning in from today. So, city, state, name. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name's Amy, and I am in Denver, Colorado. My name's Shannon, and I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. My, my name's Laura, and I'm in Austin. My name is Christy, and I'm in Denver, and my heart is in Austin. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm Jen, and I'm in Denver, Colorado. I'm Lakin, and I'm in Austin, Texas. I love it. It's so fun because one of the things that people often um, don't realize is that women come from all over the country. And so when we get together for weekends, some of us have never met. Some of us are coming from a really long flight and some of us are from California. And so it's just kind of a drive up the coast. So it's fun just to already hear where you're all heralding from. Okay. You guys decided to come to weekends in Malibu this year in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> what was it like traveling through COVID and then whoever wants to share about what their experience at weekends was like, I'd love to just kind of hear from your words. I can, I can start. This is Shannon. Um, I had originally signed up to come to the weekends in North Carolina in March. And um, this was my 50, I turned 50 in early April. And this was my 50th birthday present to myself to um, do a retreat, something I'd never done before. Um, and I'm an introvert. And so I was super nervous about about coming out. Um, and so when everything got moved um, and delayed, I was nervous about coming out to California. Um, but it was just a great experience. Um, I would say, you know, I, I made sure as an introvert, and I even mentioned it in the beginning of the weekend with everybody that I wanted to make sure I, put, I held myself accountable to be present and to participate because typically I wouldn't do that. I'd be shy and in the background and wouldn't necessarily participate. But I think having a group, a group of ladies, as opposed to, I think, I know one of the questions you asked was what we thought about this versus one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, therapy or such. Um, I got so much more out of being with the group and seeing like as we walked through the different experiences not only did i get my experience but i got the experience of the other women that each time somebody stepped out and said something or talked about their experience i felt it too i could see i could i could see me in that experience and where i fit in that and it just um it was just 
it was just very rewarding. Shannon, that's like, it's, you like describing like the heart of weekends. I think of it like concentric hearts or concentric circles where it's like I came and there was this piece of me that I was trying to understand or hold and get, just get more close to. And then all of a sudden other women were doing their work and I realized it was like, that was also for me and that was for me and that was for me. And this whole thing just kind of gets bigger and bigger as we realize, oh, like, look at all of us here choosing to do this work and it's not separate. It's really all connected. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think to bounce off of what Shanna was saying, this is Amy. Um, I think coming to weekends, I was um, a little apprehensive. Um, I was like, new people, like, you know, you're kind of sh signing up to jump in. And that is very different from one-on-one -on -one work. You know, you're like showing up and jumping right in because it's an intensive weekend um but it's and that does come with its own set of like anxieties and maybe potential insecurities but once you're like in a room with people that are really all there to show up and do the hard work it's so inspiring um like I thought it was so interesting. We didn't do like a, hi, my name is this and I do this. Like we just like jumped into our stories because we all had kind of come to this agreement before we got there that we were going to come, we were going to show up and everybody did. And it was just um, really beautiful. And like Elise says, like there's something really magical about weekends and retreats because there will never be the same group of people in that same place at that same time. Um, and I do definitely have to agree that that was the feeling that you get. And, you know, there's that trust that's kind of built before you even get there. Whereas like one-on-one -on -one work, sometimes it takes some time to get to that point. Um, we kind of already had that at, right at the beginning. So we were able to kind of just jump right in. And I thought that was something really special. I dig it. That's really cool to think about. I love hearing that perspective and idea of like, oh, like what I was afraid of in my insecurities of being in a room full of other women and Lord knows all the stories we have about other women um, to think about what it's like when we actually all show up in our power. Mm. So I was going to, first of all, I agree completely with everything that Shannon and Amy said, especially um, I feel like doing work in a collective, there's that we consciousness part of it where the work that each of us does, it, it benefits each other. And then for me, I love intensive experiences because it does offer us like a really unique opportunity to be kind of plucked out of our regular routine and life and responsibilities and I feel like part of the beautiful experience that, that you've created is taking care of everything we need so that we can just laser focus on our own mm -hmm. hearts and what's coming up for ourselves our, in our own stories and to really be able to have the space to laser focus on mm -hmm. um, our own selves is really, really special. So special and rare and not in doesn't happen in our regular life especially for those of us who have crazy lives and lots of partners and people and children and work so i love that yeah to piggyback on laura this is christy um just the part about being cared for um in my personality of caring for other people it's hard to step out of that role sometimes of wanting to make sure everyone in the room is cared for, make sure the food is ready and it's going to be great and everyone's settled and feels comfortable. And that's one thing, I mean, I feel like is so beautiful about weekends is that you go and it's honestly hard for someone like me to step, to, to step back and be like, okay, I'm going to be cared for this weekend. Like, I don't have to put my plate away. She's got it. I don't have to help with the dinner. She's got it. Mm -hmm. And the dinners were so beautiful. And I feel like everything, every detail down to the water bottles that we were given and just all the things were so thoughtfully and intentionally placed in our, in our past. So we could feel just 
comfortable to let our guard down and be just be, which is really hard for women. I think in general, um, yeah, just to sit and be and receive instead of always give. So that was one really beautiful thing. And I echo like Shannon, um, I didn't have anxiety necessarily coming in. I had, I need this to happen coming in. Like it got canceled two or three times because of COVID. And I was like, I desperately need this. I need this time. I need this time for my soul. I need this time with Elise. I need this time with girls. Um, please. And when she sent out that, like, do you feel like this can happen? Is this a possibility during the middle of COVID? And I'm like, make it happen. Yes, I'm, I'm here. So that was, <laughs> it was so amazing. And then the fact of just being able to listen and hear and take in what everyone else is experiencing again, like there's just so, like Laura was saying, there's so much collective learning happening um, just to hear Every, every time someone spoke, it's like, oh, yeah, I feel that way, too. It's just this collective amen. Yes, that feels right. I felt the same as Christy as far as I had signed up for the May retreat in Austin that got canceled. And I was like, I really was just trying to make it until May. <laughs> so this really needs to happen somehow, whether it's in a pandemic or not. And just totally agree with Shannon, getting to see your own parts of your story in other people's story was so powerful for me. And just everything that was created and being taken care of on that weekend and just getting to show up and having the extended time to process and just kind of be. So for me, all of the unknowns prior to that weekend were incredibly intimidating for me just as a planner and having wanting to know all the details um and also not even knowing who was going to be there i was pleasantly surprised to see a familiar face but um yeah it was a little daunting to just get myself there and the weeks prior were a little bit challenging as well just in life and so to feel like I could remove myself from everyday life and focus just on me for, you know, 48, 72 hours, however long we are there. Um, and like Chrissy is saying, just be cared for and not have to worry about the meals or the sleeping arrangements or anything like that, um, which in my professional career, often those things are put on my plate. So, um, yeah come with open arms and open hands and try to have my heart be open as well was um, a little intimidating but ended up being just this beautiful experience that um, I am so grateful for um, just the place that we are in and everyone just being incredibly welcoming and like Amy was saying ready to just dive in right away um, and I love that we didn't have intros or anything like that because you know like you just got to be, um, and yeah, no one had any ideas of what was really going to take place, but it was magic. I love hearing the way that each person kind of echoes a specific like facet of the weekend back. It's like, oh, that's what she needed. And so that was what stood out and was, was important. That's what she needed. So that's what stood out. That's what was important. And, you know, it was one experience, right? It was like one well of you know, like on Mary Poppins when she's pouring out the medicine and everyone puts a spoon forward and it's like she got lime and someone got strawberry and grape. And it was like, it was the same bottle, but there's a, there's a magical aspect of, but I got what I needed. And I, that's one of my favorite parts of weekends is watching it unfold in the space of, oh, I just came forward with my little spoon and, and this is exactly what I needed to have right now. Mm. Okay, take me to... Like what happens, right? Like I can try to explain it, but like what happens at weekends? What was there a moment of impact for you where you're like, this is what we were doing. And this is, was the significant moment of change or shift for me. So for me, it was the labyrinth. Um, I had no idea going into that, what I would even um, say to, to begin with. So to have such an incredibly beautiful, tangible, embodied experience um, as the heroine in my own story of 
what, what have I been tied to? Um, I don't, anyway, to explain it just a little bit, we had a rope tied to our wrist and Elise walked us through, what does this mean to you? What have you been tied to? What have you been tethered to? And I didn't even know what was going to come out of my mouth. Um, and so to stand there and really just let it be the experience and um, to have the what I would probably boil down to my own like feminine wound come up in terms of the things that I have felt as a female in this world um, was it was remarkable for me and then to walk that path and that journey and feel the rope pull my wrist and like hold me back like my that wound has held me back in so many ways um, it was so transformative and to get to the middle and use the scissors and sever the tie to that and then have the emerging experience of coming out of that and being grounded and anchored in um, sacred power for me that was my story was it was life-changing and transformational and it has continued um, to kind of bloom and blossom and since weekends and I think that um, that the embodiment of that experience for me was the most impactful aspect of the whole weekend. So I would be curious to see who all of us, I mean, I'm, I'm wanting to say that almost all of us had the labyrinth experience. I mean, it, when Laura said it, we all shook our heads. I mean, it was yes. very, very impactful. Go ahead and Jen. I was just going to say that um, I think that's one of the things also about being at the retreat and being with with the group was the way and it would you know fangirl on elise again a little bit because the way that elise draws people out and the experience um you know the way you see people is just you know and and help us participate was beautiful and just the whole experience touched every every sense of you know you you saw the enneagram laid out you saw the labyrinth you felt the tether on your wrist i got mine you um you know you it was just the whole every sense was touched every you know so you 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 fully felt it which is not something you get in, a, in an in an hour session or just you know i, I don't know it was just I, I wish i could explain it better i think i told you in my i said it's like when you take a picture with your cell phone of a beautiful sunset and of course it, it you never get it you can't you can't nobody sees it in the picture as beautiful as it was so that's that's how i you know how i kind of told people about what the experience was it's so hard to describe so i was so glad you were doing this to help others kind of hear about it yeah i'll piggyback on shannon talking about elise a little bit um because you know all of the girls there were i guess 10 of us that were active and um, all of the girls are watching as you're processing and about to go in the labyrinth. Um, but I didn't feel like I was being watched. I felt like I was being seen. Um, and Elise just slayed. I mean, she is so present. I've never, I've, and I've been, I've been through a few, quite a few therapists and quite a few retreats, and I've never been really honed in and seen the way that Elise sees. So I'm, I want to echo, um, yeah, if you, if that is an ache of yours of just not being seen, this is, um, she's just got a gift. It's a real gift. And then, you know, once you dive in and you start revealing all the, you know, the hard parts of your story, all the girls that are around you fall in love with you too. And, and you get to be seen by them too. And, it was not just Elise seeing, it was everyone seeing, not watching. It was really, really incredible. That labyrinth, though. Yeah, I'd have to piggyback off of Christy. I mean, I think we could all probably sit here and tell you how amazing Elise is. Definitely see it in person. Um, and you guys should see, you, you can't see us right now, but we all like lifted our wrists up and showed our bracelets and we're all like smiling and nodding in agreement. Um, the labyrinth for me definitely was the most impactful. I think most people, like Christy said and Laura, 
that it was. Um, but I think the reason it was so impactful, at least for me, um, was the concept that was integrated throughout the weekend was the idea of witnessing. Um, having someone there to witness um, your struggles or your insecurities or your journey, the heroine's journey that we stepped into through this labyrinth. Um, it's very easy for me to tell you that that was the, that's like by far the most impactful thing. Having, um, being able to watch other people as well. I think witnessing people walk, do their own walk um, was very powerful. Um, I usually am a person who will um, raise their hand and go first to make it less uncomfortable for everybody else. And there was something in me that this whole weekend that was like, take a step back, like just sit, just listen, um, which is sometimes hard for me. <laughs> and I especially felt it as we were doing the labyrinth. And Elise said, you know, as soon as you feel like you might want to, um, you want to throw up or you don't want to do this, that's a great time for you to go. Um, and as I stood up, I was like, okay, I'm ready. Then we took a break. So um, I really sat there and waited and I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. Um, and I thought I knew what was going to come out of my mouth. I was like, oh yes, I've played this story or this thought in my mind multiple times before. Um, and like Christy said, Elise is right there with you. I didn't feel like I was being watched. And that's so beautiful the way you put that, Christy. Um, I did feel insanely seen. Um, and it was Elise guiding me through to something that was so much truer than I even thought um, or knew, to be honest, as I was experiencing it in that moment. Um, and everybody's walk and journey through that labyrinth was so different and um it really was an honor and still a privilege like still feels like the biggest privilege to have watched people go through it and by watching people i actually discovered you know more parts of my story that i felt able to share especially when i got to the middle um for me in particularly i um struggle with feeling like people like i'm hard to show up for um, and so when I got to that middle, um, Elise did the most beautiful thing and um, asked all these women, these beautiful women, um, if I was, if I was easy to stand, if I was easy to show up for, go ahead and stand up. And this whole beautiful, beautiful group of women stood up for me. And it's probably one of the most powerful and most impactful things that's ever happened in my life, let alone just the weekend. Um, and I will forever, ever be grateful for that. Um, lots of tears, beautiful, powerful tears were shed. Um, and again, Elise, the way that she is able to, everybody's story is different in their own beautiful way. And it's so impactful to um, the way that, well, the way that Elise is able to connect to each person um, and help them through their journey. Um, she's not doing the work for you at all. She's encouraging you and guiding you along the way to um, help you through your journey and to really get to the truth, like doing that intensive work. And so um, definitely that was the most impactful thing for me. It's actually emotional for me to listen to to this work reflected back, right? Because like I can only really have my own experience of this. You can only have your experience of this. And so there's like this, I know what it felt like to be tethered to each one of you in that labyrinth and what it was like to be that anchor point. And then to like watch each person navigate through that was, it's also one of the most prolific experiences of my entire life. It's the, it was the first labyrinth, group labyrinth experience I've ever hosted. And it was truly radical. It was like Phoenix rising, Phoenix, 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 Phoenix. This whole, the whole thing was just fire. And yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised that that's like, that was a center point for a lot of people that weekend because it was, it was bonkers. <laughs> it was so cool to get to, to watch um, each person do such intensely, intense shifting. The thing I want to say about that too, that was so, that I think um, separates this work from other kinds of work is the space that you create as an anchor, Elise, in my experience is so extra special, unique, radical ninja um, because as a person who looks outward for um, approval and 
who seeks wisdom out here externally. I feel like you created a space for each of us to truly look inward to our own divine wisdom to discover what we already had within us. And um, that was a, just a completely profound and different experience than other work that I've done where I feel like I left not only with new tools, but new resourced, like a new depth of resource just within my own self, sacred, like divine self here. I'm so grateful. Yeah, I would say I had a lot of resistance to the labyrinth going into it, and it was the most impactful. And then I had not met Elise before the weekend. I had not even had a conversation with her. And the way you saw me during the labyrinth, but after, I felt so seen and what you've spoken to me in that not even knowing much about me or my story was exactly what I needed to hear and the way I needed to be seen. And you went first. <laughs> I did. And that is not usually my way. That uh, was so cool. Just be like, this is like, so what I don't want to do here I am. <laughs> yeah. And actually I'm so grateful that I went first because I got to go and I mean, I had no idea what I would say or what you would ask or anything, but then I got to be so present for everyone else's like, cause I had already gone. And then to just see myself in the other women's stories was so beautiful and to know, Oh, like I can do that work too. And that's something else that I have. And I, can do that work. And now I have these tools to go there. So beautiful. The thing I loved about the weekend was how you and Aaron crafted this like really amazing progression of this is like the head knowledge that you can start with, with like the Enneagram, you know, it, these are all the types and how you might associate with them. And each woman just shared, you know, know where she was in, in that like typing but also her uncertainties around is that my type um and so i felt like we were being eased into this knowing and before we got into the really vulnerable heart stuff um so that by the time we each got to the labyrinth there was this incredibly safe space with each other to just be witness to everyone's process and also not have any trepidation about being seen either um and for me, one of the most impactful parts of the weekend was simply having that affirmation through the Enneagram typing, but also through being seen and also having these um, affirmations vocalized by the other, other women of like knowing my intuition and feeling really powerful in that and trusting myself in that because this is also what others are seeing in me. Um, so having that full experience, it wasn't just like, yes, the labyrinth was definitely life-changing in its own way, but I think the whole thing, just the embodiment of you are a powerful woman by showing up, by doing this work, by being a safe space for other women and being able to verbalize that power to others too. Just the whole package was impactful. Laura, I love the way that you describe the nighttime portion of it. Would you be willing to just, I love when you talk about it. I'm like, yes, that's what I want to say. But you always say it so much better than me. Yes, you do. About Which when, part? Just the, the labyrinth at night. Just talking about you know, oh. taking, you know, doing the hard work in the day. I don't know. You say it so much better than I do. Well, but. that is so loving. And I'm not sure that that's true. But I, I mean, I. I feel like that was another, because like you said, it was the labyrinth during the day where we walked it, 
and we walked the journey and we had the the experience of the twists and the turns of the maze and getting to the center and getting to sever the the beast right and then emerging out of it and then like you said christy at night we showed up we had some alone time and some independent time which was so beautiful i feel like to just be able to rest absorb what we had just done and then we came back and elise had lit up the entire labyrinth with candles and then invited us into this most beautiful time where we got to stand in the center of this lit up labyrinth where in one word moments each woman was just to we we just peppered each other with these words of our experience of each woman and it was so profoundly beautiful i mean i was i would say that was as impactful for me as as the walking of it was to stand in the middle of it where we had the experience and then as as amy said so beautifully and jen said to feel like you're so affirmed because you're not making it up like people have experienced you in all these ways they see you they've witnessed you and um and then, of course, I mean, I loved the gift of being able to receive that but and to give back to the other girls, but to also be able to give that to Elise and Aaron and Shannon, the photographer, and Sarah, the chef. Like It was just, it was the full mm-hmm. circle of it. I loved it. That's the, um, the, it's, it's, again, it's like, it's cool to see, like, what's received, right? It's like the, the intention, like, but what I wanted to happen was that, um, like the hard things that we go to face in the day, right? Like we, what we, we went to our darkness in the light and then we went to the light in the darkness. And so it was like this inversion. Of oh gosh. Elise, <laughs> I know. Oh, so good. And it's like that embodied experience is what I keep hearing people mention is like that, that moment when, what I hope to be true about myself is so true about myself that other people can see it. So it's not a hope anymore. It's, it's my lived experience. It's what's real. It's who I am. And I think that's the other power of what you create in weekends is when we say embodied, I, 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 what I mean by that is it is not just a talking experience that's only head it's truly the the enneagram law of one right that it is we are head heart and body we're all of it and i feel like you and aaron intentionally created an entire weekend that would like from a multi-sensory way as 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 shannon said enable us to dip into head heart and body equally and it makes such a difference in the work that's like the grounding of it all, right? So we have somewhere to land. And so that way we're, we're like, we're like equally yoked within ourselves. And so we're not just heart heavy or head heavy or, or action heavy, but that we're actually able to resource and access all of our ability. And then the work actually becomes a part of us. And it's not just something that we did that one time and it was really cool, but it's a whole new way of moving in this world. And that when the work can stick, then that's really the difference in the transition between, it's not just what I did, it is who I am, it's the becoming of me. And then it's kind of easier to live into it because it's just you being you. Yes, I say yes to that. Um, With all the therapy I've done, I feel like um, I'm missing a lot of head in my life as far as just thinking, like I'm more my, a, a feeler, so I'm a, a lot of heart, a little bit of body. So like, um, yeah, in order to, I don't know, do them all and not feel super overwhelmed, usually if I'm in therapy or if I'm listening to a speaker speak, it's so mental that I feel everything shut down and, um, yeah, I just, I echo all the things of like how important it is and how unique this experience is to experience them all. And it feels like you're, it's, it's on honestly a gift to give yourself that it's not 
so heady or somebody that's not in their heart that's not so like gushy or you know like it's just a good experience to taste all of them and i don't know it just felt so balanced i love that the gushy people okay so what's stuck it's been a month right it's been like it's just been like a month and two days who's counting this girl i'm counting Hi there. Okay, taking a quick pause to tell you about weekends. You guys, weekends are my heart baby. If you have been following TrailerCast for any length of time, then you know that this is the, the place that I created for people that are kind of tired, stuck, and bored with the 50-minute traditional therapy slot where they're doing their work one week at a time. And weekends, we do a year's worth of work in one weekend. We stay together and we spend Friday through Sunday moving through a curriculum that I personally created to help people get unstuck. We uncover our core beliefs and we create new working core statements that help you sustain lasting change. So here's what people have said about weekends who came this year. John in Austin, Texas said, the moment I stepped into the front garden before I even entered the front door, the energy changed. Elise creates a beautiful, welcoming environment. She takes care and love for people that you feel like you just stepped into a warm hug and immediately feel at home. I felt seen and known by Elise, which opened my heart and soul to her work. She guided me on a journey to connect with my story and courageously move forward in my life with new tools to create new possibilities in my relationships. Elise, you are a gifted and amazing woman. Thank you. You guys, what John commented on there, I wanted to, <laughs> to piggyback on and say, this is the point of the work that people are able to courageously move forward with tools. The point is not just to have an experience that leads to insight, but we're able to have insight that leads to action. And that's what Weekends is all about. For more information, you can go to elisesnipes.com to check out what weekend dates are available for you this year. Cheers. It's been a month. What has re-entry been like? What is it like a month later? What changed right away? What's still changing? Like maybe what's now? I can um, talk a little bit okay. about that. Can I, <laughs> um, I think we were all like terrified to do the re-entry because you create this like safe space at retreats. Um, and I kind of feel like sometimes there's this down, a little bit of a, a down that happens after a little bit of, post post retreat blues i guess you could say um and that is very common and elise was really great about elise and aaron were really great about preparing we talked about that a lot before we left which felt really supportive to kind of go back into the real world because you are stepping out of it to take time for yourself and now we're going back to our like almost like our before state you know we it really is such a transformative weekend. You come out a different person. Like I think we could probably all agree on that. Um, reentry has been, um, I'm, I miss everyone lots. Um, and, but I still feel like so connected to this beautiful group of women. Um, the weekend kind of changed everything. I am someone who is a giver to most people. Um, I rarely do things for myself and the identification of, self-care um and it's okay to do things for myself is a big lesson that i learned from the weekend um and all i had to do to learn that was just to, just to show up for myself um i think people who like it is intimidating like we've talked about but to come for the weekend like the it's made for everyone like we are all very different people this group of women um like that law of one is a real thing we felt it um but just to show up like people who are worried about coming, like um, please come if you really feel that pull because you just had to show up as yourself. Elise has created this beautiful space for you to kind of figure that out. Um, I just wanted to kind of add that in there, but as far as coming back into um, reality, lots of things have changed for me. Um, I am feeling more empowered in myself. Um, the truth that I feel like I created because that pull that we had, that Elise had on us before we cut it. Um, I will admit that I held on to that. And I was like, I don't want to cut this. This is familiar to me. Um, this is what I know. Cutting that feels scary. Um, and I'm nervous about reentry. Like, I feel like I'm a new person. And I don't know how I'm going to be perceived when I go home, when I go back to my my 
you know, out of this safe bubble besides these, you know, where we were in that moment at that time. Um, and we, I think a lot of us, like I said, we were like holding our arms up on this, this call and like showing our bracelets. Um, and I have looked at it so many times and like really known my truth and my new truth um, that I'm easy to show up for. And it has allowed me to have harder conversations with people. Um, it has allowed me to step into some really hard parts of um, some things I'm dealing with, like my family of origin with. Um, and knowing that like, instead of hearing the voice in my head that says, oh, there's something wrong with you, or like, you're too much, you're not enough. Like, I'm like, no, that is not the truth. That is not what I learned on this weekend. Um, and that is life changing. Um, I've, I feel empowered and I want to do the hard work for myself. Um, I, I recognize that this is a season for me that I need to step into that. Um, and that feels scary because I'm a very social person. I want to be with people all the time. And I look to people for affirmation um, and I'm starting to look more inward um, and I, like I said, don't do things for myself. And the whole weekend I kept saying, and I journaled it multiple times, this is the best thing I've ever done for myself in my entire life. Um, and I, I, it keeps coming back like every time I look at my, at my bracelet. And I am fortunate that some of the girls um, do live in this town, which is like so cool and so awesome. And we've met up and that has been so life-giving. Um, like I, I think I got teary at a grab lunch with, a gr with both, both of the girls and it was just so life-giving. And so it's been really beautiful. It was really hard to leave though. It was really hard to leave. I did not want to, there was this beautiful safe place that they had created for us. And I was like, no, I'm good. Like I'm well-fed here. Like people, these are my people, you know, and especially right now, like COVID and the world that we're living in right now, like it just sometimes doesn't feel like my people are, are there. And so to just spend that weekend with people who are like, who, you know, see you and you see them and it's so validating and beautiful. Um, it's something I'm able to carry like through, throughout every day. To piggyback on Amy, um, I'm showing my bracelet too. So the bracelet is the rope that we cut that's still attached to us, but it's not tethered to anything else. And um, oh, just that statement in general of not tethered to anything else besides ourselves is so powerful for me and when everything feels swirly which it does on you know every day at least the wheels come off the bus at least once um i pull on mine like i give it a tug um and it's just it's almost a grounding like i get chills almost every time i do it it's grounding for me um and a few of us i think it was lakin and i were like what happens when the bracelet falls off we were so worried and elise even prepared us like when the bracelet falls off that means you've integrated that you don't need a visual reminder anymore we're like oh okay so i not that i, I know i don't want the bracelet to go away but i really love it um and i love the fact that when it does come off it needed to come off and now i can hold that and be grounded without it but it is that's that's kind of my takeaway of like being not tethered necessarily to anything besides me um, the holy spirit that lives within me um and the power that i'm given by god to co-create with him I have to share my story about the bracelet because, okay, so the people on the podcast can't see this, but I have my rope and my bracelet that Elise sent me with my word on it. So another beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of these specific Elise created experiences is that the, the creativity and the intention behind every single moment and every single thing, even a month later. So I had a really, really, really rough day on Monday, actually a rough evening. And um, I received my amazing, beautiful bracelet with my word on it, which is sacred power uh, that afternoon. So I received not only my reminder of my sacred power that I had on my wrist, um, but I also my letter I had written to myself and the letter from you. And that was like, God's just gift and, and fingerprint moment for me um, to, 
to remind me of what's true. Um, and I, I had the privilege of receiving all of that on a day that I really, really needed it. I really, really needed the deposit and reminder of my sacred power to go into the evening that I had. And so even a month out, that has, it has been meaningful to how I've shown up in my life as, um, as a wife, as a mom, as a human. So I would just, I'd echo what the other lady said. And, and the one thing of you know, we've mentioned Erin, but the but her involvement as far as the Enneagram piece and integrating that, I mean, she was awesome. And I I had some um, done some of her groups before that were really good. So I went in knowing I was a three and being all three about it. And um, and so whenever um, whenever the way that we integrated the Enneagram into the whole process and then even at the end wrapped it up with Erin talking about with the law of one and how we are all part of the Enneagram and how to use the Enneagram the parts of the Enneagram to solve problems or when things come up and, and also with the re-entry process and going back, you know, kind of, I, I have that, I, you know, we, we wrote it in our journal and I have it as then I reference it. I'm like, okay, where do I need to go? You know, what, who do I need to be? You know, but, um, but also just the whole experience is um, really going back and thinking and, and really, I think having like having the little tether and, and mine actually fell off the very, that very day and, we immediately tied it back on, but, <laughs> but, um, remembering as I go through my week and my day that to, to take time to step back and my word is being, and to just, you know, to, to be, which is also still active, but to be, um, be present in myself and to be, you know, I don't have to go, 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 go and do, 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 do. So, um, so yeah, it was just the whole process as far as how it came full circle and then wrapped up at the end with, with Aaron wrapping it up and being able to give us those tools to take back into our, into our outside life, <laughs> real, real world. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I walked away with this new sense of ownership and freedom to just be me. Um, so each time I feel a little bit of tension or challenge with my partner, you know, when he and I are kind of getting into something or I feel like I'm getting defensive about something, like there's just so much more mindfulness around who I am as a person and that that's okay. Like I don't have to show up as the person that I think that the other person needs me to be or expects me to be like, I can just be me and that's good. Um, and like professionally speaking, ladies, I got a new job. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to be an executive director next week for a nonprofit here, um, in the Denver area. And I'm, yes, Jen. Yeah. yeah like it feels it doesn't feel as intimidating as I think that I, I would have thought it would be beforehand. It feels right. Um, and I, I like that I am stepping into it with that mindset. And I think a lot of that has to do with the work that was done um, in Malibu. So it feels yeah. right. Oh my gosh. Right. Oh, it feels like me. Oh, I'm just going to yeah. be a director and it feels right. <laughs> yeah. Well done, friend. Yeah, get it, girl. Thank you. For me, I think what's changed since weekends is just going into weekends, I really wanted to, like, figure out how I identify, like, in my sexuality. And just going through the labyrinth and realizing that I just need to identify with myself first was so powerful. And just so really freeing to be like, I can identify with me and the rest will figure itself out that just being me is enough. Like, and that's perfect, right? Just being me is enough. Yeah. I'm going to be myself first and fullest. Yeah. You guys, like it's, this is like, again, like maybe even for people listening, why it's so hard to try to talk about what weekends is because it's so different for each person based on what we're bringing in our own like purse to the, to the table to be like, oh, and, and then each story and each woman as like each person does their work, it is just, the whole thing just gets lifted off the ground. 
elevates because there's this collective concept that keeps coming up in this conversation as well, which is like, I am every woman, right? Like that idea. I am every woman. I'm every woman who walked the labyrinth that day. And everyone is doing a piece of my story that I couldn't see before until she put it on. And then I'm like, me too, me too, me too, me too, me too. That's just the most, this is the most beautiful, we get the most beautiful things I've ever seen, I've ever experienced in my life. So it's a gift to, it's like Christmas morning. You're watching people open up all these great things. It's like, oh, look, 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 look at that. Look what they got. Look what's happening. <laughs> and I think getting to be like everybody's cheerleader, even like maybe you're not normally like that. Like everybody was everybody's cheerleader. Like everybody was on your team, like who was there, um, you know, like. I just feel like I have this whole group of like women who are like cheering me on in life and, and not just like the easy stuff. I think life, it's really easy to have like the day to day, like, Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. But this is like the deeper stuff. This is like the hard stuff. This is jumping into the deep and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. Um, and at the same time being cared for, like, I'm not sure who said it, but like, um, we had uh, Sarah who cooked for us and um, Shannon took photos for us. That was, I was not expecting that to be so incredibly impactful um, because I love taking pictures and I like being in the moment and remembering it and having to look back for it. And I just like put, put my phone away for like two days, um, disconnected and doing the labyrinth. It was so beautiful it was also so exhausting. It is, it's called intensive work, like for a reason in the most beautiful of ways, like exhausting and like, wow, kind of a way. And we had, I remember having this meal right after that, like in my head, and I never got a chance to say this to Sarah, but like, thank you for feeding. Like while I was trying to heal my soul, you fed it. Um, and it was like this refill of like, like having someone to, again, like to take care of you was so beautiful. And Shannon to capture some very vulnerable, intimate moments with us um, mm -hmm. was so beautiful. Um, there was, there was so much like, like people have said, like intentionality about the weekend. It's not just like you showing up. There is a purpose for everything that is done right at the beginning. We crossed this beautiful rope and um, it said like, grit and grace for those who choose to cross over and it was an intentionality of showing up and i i think of that phrase a lot and um erin i don't think i could we could all talk we could all say how incredibly amazing she was she taught us so much about the enneagram the first night and did lay an amazing foundation for us to then build and yes get to the labyrinth and be able to have this and it was designed that way um it's very intentional so um if people are wondering, like, want to do this kind of work, it is incredibly rewarding and, yes, intimidating to, like, show up, but that's all you have to do. Like, it is designed to help you through whatever you're going through. Um, and so I just wanted to give a shout out, like, Aaron is so incredibly knowledgeable, um, like, through Elise's, you know, company like radical wellness look her up she if you've ever wondered anything about enneagram i was mind blown at the amount of knowledge that this woman has um and that she just like poured out to us and like she literally had an answer for like she knew exactly what to say when everyone had a, like a question it was like amazing to me and she is a beautiful woman um and i'm so glad we got to share that weekend with her too y'all i've probably had eight of my friends type with Aaron since we've been back. <laughs> Cause I'm like, everybody, I think we have some misconceptions. I think we need to, every, everybody needs to meet Aaron. And so it's been hilarious because <laughs> she has literally met all of my people. It's so <laughs> funny. Ditto. I, I, it's true. Here. I think, I think I have like five or six people too that have gotten retyped, mm -hmm. <laughs> including yeah. our husbands. Yeah, we're like we're we're hooking you up with Aaron. You need to meet Aaron. By the way, Shannon, I'm a three. Are you? No, you're not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> wow. We'll we'll talk about that. That's a side note. I just wanted. That's, that's why a whole other connected. therapy session. You know? It is a whole other thing. I'm having to it's, deal with. 
it's like disorienting and reorienting <laughs> with that same process member of like, you know what? I don't even know who I am anymore. Just so kidding. Like, yeah, that's cool. Thanks, Aaron. Um, yeah, thanks, Aaron. And, and then it's like, oh, right. I actually just didn't want to see those things. And so now I'm seeing those things. And now because I'm a grown ass woman, <laughs> I can look myself in the mirror and look at all of the things and, you know, and keep walking. But yeah, anybody looking to do real Enneagram work, I think that there's a difference between the token test online and the memes and the things that are all funny. But this is, I've never in my life heard about anybody use the Enneagram, think about the Enneagram, work the Enneagram the way that Aaron does. So she's the queen. Yay, Aaron. <laughs> yep, we love her. Anything else you guys want to say? When's the reunion? <laughs> Bali 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 100% need um, my son to develop a cure for COVID to be eradicated. So that way we can keep on doing excellent things. So I am um, sitting on the dates for retreat work for 2021. And then at this point, I'm thinking, do I just put them up there and then just pray that the god unicorn universe allows it to actually come to fruition or wait to see what COVID does i don't know yet but um i i really 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 want people to have these experiences because i really really want people to get unstuck well <laughs> you know like do it well so yes i'll let you know about the reunion and some one day retreat options i'm working on too well, you all need to come to the beautiful Smoky Mountains in East Tennessee. And <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for your time Thank and you, for your words. And um, just being willing to share your, share your stories like that. You're doing that, I think, allows us to, to understand more about what it is. Hopefully it's less scary for people. So thank you. You guys, this is why weekends is hard to talk about. Like I can tell you about my goal and my dream for it, my intention, my hope of what it could be. I can try to explain to you that we walked a labyrinth and people are gonna be Googling that. But um, when you get to hear what it's like for real women from all over the country actually show up in one place, just saying, I'm just gonna show up. I'm gonna trust what happens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow myself to be seen, not only by myself, but by, the, by other women around me. and. And so I kind of want to split up maybe that conversation into a before, during, and after, right? And so like, so before you come to weekends, there's this, oh my goodness, what's it going to be like? Who's going to be there? What's going to happen? And, and they're rightfully so there's an intimidation factor, right? And for, and for me, the way that I understand intimidation is, Hey, something great's about to happen. Something big is on the other side of that door. And so there's a lot of symbolism for me in the threshold of what happens before people show up to weekends. And if we could use that as a mirror for our story, if the way that I fill in the blank about what I believe is going to happen to me in a group of women, to me when I face myself, I might get a window into what I believe about myself, other women in the world what I believe about my role in community, what I believe about whether or not I belong or whether or not I'm worth it or if I could ever actually heal. And so all of the questions that come up for people before they choose to come to weekends is a part of the work. It's a part of the lingering with, with what could be. And then the during, right? The, the, the big banner for me for the during weekends is everyone belongs. Everyone belongs. The small story, the unrelenting massive story, the big T trauma, the little T trauma, the, the big fears, the doozies, and the little things that we say aren't a big deal but really are. Every woman that came to weekends this year came in and got something different. And, and, and there was just six of us, right, that were seven, including myself, talking about what was happening during weekends. Every story was so different. That's like one of the best things about it. It's like we can all collectively do this work because we're all getting something different. 
every single woman who showed up and let their story unfold. I mean it when I said during this interview that the idea that I am every woman, every single story, I think of it like a big tapestry. Every thread was necessary for this picture of weekends to come to full fruition. When one person went through the labyrinth, they were walking a part of my story, a part of a, a wound that I also shared, a moment of victory and clarity that I also got to share in. It was by far one of the most radical experiences of my entire life in regards to the healing spaces and seeing people truly do this work. Um, the other thing that during, and maybe this is not just during weekends, but during the podcast interview, it is a journey to step into your power, to allow yourself to be witnessed, not in the vulnerability of your pain or your shortcomings, but in the vulner vulnerability of your brilliant radiance, of your sacred truth, of your incredible capacity to do big things on earth. That, that right there, there's a difference, okay? In, in our society now, we are learning to be vulnerable with what has been hard and painful, and that is a risk all its own. The next level, the difference, the, the, the next step, whatever, is will I let them see me be phenomenal? And, and I think that that is the piece for the women that stands out is sometimes we think we're going to go do this big work and it's going to be scary and painful and hurtful and traumatic and bubble. And it's like, Oh, what if it's light? What if I shine and they see it? What if I'm, what if I'm okay? What if I'm more than okay? What if I'm really good? When I heard the women echoing that, and they talked about this, the night labyrinth as well, standing there and being witness in our light. And then we had a turn, myself and Aaron, to go at the end. It has taken me, I don't a decade, all my 36 years, to go stand in the center and receive people giving me good feedback. I can't tell you how awkward it, it has been. And then to learn to say, hey, I believe you. I can receive that. Thank you. Thank you for letting me stand there and do that work. And that came up for me even in this podcast interview today. I was like, oh, I so want to shrink back right now when they're talking to me about, about me doing this work. I, my instinct was uh, deflection, shrink. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, the fruit of this work is I stand in my truth and power and say, thank you, I see you too. Thank you, I see you too. Yes, I can see myself. Because I've worked to see myself, I can see you and then you see you and now we're seeing each other and there's this, if the thing gets bigger and more expansive where everyone can be included, not only in the bond of our pain and what we've been through, but in the power of our presence and what it looks like to be completely ourselves in great company. That's the power of weekends. That is what we were, we're so trying to find the words to describe. So that's the during, presence, power, and the after. You guys, the, the re-entry, that, that's real. That's the one thing that I, I want to happen well for people. It is not enough to have a mountaintop experience just to fall down into the valley as soon as we get home. The work has to stick. That's the difference. It has to be embodied. We want to learn to walk it out. True transformation, not prescriptive information. True lived experience. Things that actually affect us in our DNA and, and our bones. The who we are is being shifted, changed, molded, becoming different. So we walk out the work of weekends. We walk out what it actually is as we become ourselves. So if this has brought up anything for you, if you are thinking or interested in doing a retreat or intensive work this year, please let me know. Um, you can do many things. You can go to my website, elisesnipes.com. You can email me, um, hello at elisesnipes.com, DM me. I don't care how you get in touch with me. Um, I'm, I'm going to be doing a couple new things this year. I'm really wanting to have a weekend experience like the one we were all just talking about. 
If you're local to Orange County or want to fly to Orange County, um, we're going to also be doing one day experiences where we are taking, like we're doing one day of labyrinth. And so if you want to do that either individually or in a group, um, I'm going to be hosting those throughout the year as well. But I'm really wanting to make this work accessible. So we will be doing like the big kahuna, the big weekends, and we will be doing um, shorter and less expensive one day retreats as well. So um, I'd love to see you and really see you. And I'd love to see you do this work. And I'd love to see you uh, put yourself in this story and hear what could be possible for you. Okay. Thank you as always for listening. I hope that today you are filled with possibility and the power of true transformation. Cheers. Thank you for listening to TrailerCast with Elise Snipes. Visit TrailerCast.com to listen to all of our recorded episodes, sign up for Patreon to offer support for the show and get access to group sessions, extra bonus episodes and content, and our private Instagram account, where we continue to grow the TrailerCast community. Follow Elise on Instagram at EliseSnipes underscore collective and learn more about her work at EliseSnipes.com. Lastly, we'd love for you to take a moment and review the show on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend. Cheers and see you next time. Cheers.